Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to the biggest breaking story of the day. Uh, the cover-up, as they say, is worse Always worse than the crime. The cover-up is worse than the crime. What has undone so many in office, what has undone many in um, in sports, is covering up for other people. Sometimes covering for yourself, you see why, A, that, that happens. I mean, let's, let's simply look at... Let's simply... And I... I want to make sure that you, we understand before I mention another name that I am not comparing the alleged crimes of a now former Ohio State assistant. 
Okay, it's very, very important that I am not mentioning that I'm not saying anything about about the. I'm not comparing the crimes per se, right? Because, um, because what took place at Penn State, what took place at Penn State, um, is not only awful and reprehensible, disgusting, but it affected far more people. But I'm not going to sit there and compare that and what a former assistant at Ohio State uh, are accused of in terms of the crime, the grievousness of the crimes. That that's just not smart. I would not. I will not do that. Will not do it. But but I will point out. I will point out that by my estimation, the 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 smartest. Fairly educated, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know more than everybody, but I know enough and I, I've been around enough to have a pretty good sense of why Joe Paterno, the second time allegations were made about Jerry Sandusky, the second time around, why he didn't make it public, go to the cops and completely out his defensive coordinator. That's because the cover-up becomes worse than the crime. The comparison between Sandusky and Paterno, Sandusky bringing down the Paterno legacy is, is at least a reasonable one for Zach Smith and what happens with Urban Meyer. Right? From this standpoint, Jerry Sandusky had previously been, uh, previously been, investigated for abuse of a youngster before the alleged time in which Mike McQuarry walked in and saw Sandusky in a shower with a boy in 2001. And if you want to ask yourself, why wouldn't Joe Paterno go to the cops? Why wouldn't he do more? It's because the more you dug, the more they would realize that Joe Paterno had to, on some level, have known about a previous investigation of Sandusky. And you sit there and you say to yourself, how would he have known? It was a private matter. Joe Paterno was State College, Pennsylvania. We had an expression when I was in school that if you break wind on campus, they smell it in the office. Joe Paterno, uh, you, you better believe he knew what was going on with his assistants, especially if they're being accused of some sort of heinous crime like sexual abuse of a youngster. And so once once you go back in 2001, now all of a sudden you're pot committed, man, we're, you know. And so what happened afterwards, Sandusky had probably explained his way out of it the first time. And the second time, now all of a sudden Paterno's like, you got to step away. You got to retire. And we'll say you're going to spend more time with your foundation. And that's what happened. So what happened earlier today is fascinating. Brett McMurphy, who is a friend, is going to join us in 15 minutes. Talented reporter who uh, used to work at ESPN, posted his stuff on Facebook. I believe he's going to begin working very soon for Stadium Sports, a company that I do basketball games for, which appear on, on Facebook. Stadium Sports had a sit-down interview with Courtney Smith. That's the ex-wife of Zach Smith, the now former assistant coach. At Ohio State, quote, all the wives knew. They all did, every single one. Courtney Smith told Brett McMurphy 
that uh, go back to the Florida days. And, and Smith said that Hiram DeFries, who's a special assistant to the head coach at Ohio State, had been a confidant to Urban Meyer for years, told her in 2009 not to pursue charges against Zach Smith after an incident in Florida. He said, if you drop the charges, if you, if you don't drop the charges, Zach will never coach again. He's never hit you before. He was drinking. He'll probably never do it again. You should think about giving him a second chance. She did not press charges in 2009. Zach Smith was investigated in 2015 for suspicion of domestic violence after an incident that resulted in unspecified injuries and showed evidence of sustained abuse. There are records. You go back and at big Big Ten Media Days, July 25th. I never thought about I never thought about anything. Meyer said of the decision to fire Smith, it was a very tough call. Courtney Smith, Shelley said she was gonna tell Urban. I said that's fine, you should tell Urban. In the video posted to Twitter by Stadium Sports, Courtney Smith said that Shelley Meyer never confirmed that she told her husband of the abuse. So that's the plausible deniability. But here's the comparison between Ohio State and Penn State. And I'm not comparing the two crimes. I don't think you should, I mean, ever touch a woman. I think you're a cretin if you lay a hand on a woman. You, you just, there's obviously something wrong with you. Your ability to manage your own anger. You need to go to counseling. You need to get help. You don't need to be coaching youngsters. I, but I'm not going to compare the grievousness of the two crimes. Here's the thing. If he abused her in 2009 and Urban Meyer became aware, and there's a likelihood he became aware, and he's on the staff, and in 2015, it happened again. Now he's pod committed. Pod committed. Terry Thomas, an attorney who used to re- represent Courtney Smith, said that Columbus attorney Larry James reached out to him in 2015 seeking information about the incident between the two. James serves, served as Ohio State's lead counsel to represent student-athletes in NCAA investigations. He called me and said, how bad is it? I said, it's bad. And I assume he wanted information that he could report back to his client. Thomas, the, again, the attorney, confirmed this conversation with James to ESPN. Urban Meyer said in July 24th that he was unaware of the 2009 incident that he and Shelley got involved by talking to the Smiths after police finished their investigation. Meyer said he called his boss after learning about it and then waited to hear back from investigators. He said the recommendation made to him at the time was for counseling for Smith and to move forward. Like I want to believe that Urban Meyer did everything by the book. I want to believe that he did the right thing and that whatever he, what he knew and when he knew, when he knew it and what he did about it are all by the books. And I will tell you that if Urban Meyer keeps his job, it's because he did it by the book. This reminds me in many ways of, of Dana Altman at Oregon, which there were three players accused of sexual assault. It didn't rise to the level of a criminal case that criminal charges were never brought against the players. And so he never, He did not remove them from the team, even though he knew there was an investigation regarding some of his players. People locally, a a very well-known sports writer with the Daily Oregonian, or with the Oregonian, whatever, said uh, that he should be fired. And my point was then, as it is now, 
had Dana Altman done anything that he was that he was told not to do by state by school lawyers, he would have been fired. And the reason he kept his job, forget about how successful he was going to the final four. That doesn't even matter. The fact that he kept his job tells you he did what he was supposed to do. Sometimes these guys are handcuffed by schools, lawyers, and they're not allowed to speak to it, not allowed to speak to the coaches. They have to watch. They have to simply be go-betweens, a lot like what Paterno would like us to believe. So I'm willing to take a breath, take a pause, and find out what he knew, when he knew it, and what he did about it, and what the school lawyers told him. But when he said he didn't know anything about 2009 and his right-hand guy did, when his wife was told about it and we were led to believe she didn't, she didn't tell him. It makes you wonder, is this another Paterno situation or even another Jim Trestle situation where you don't get fired because you fired an assistant coach who allegedly uh, beat up his, his, his wife and now his ex-wife. You get fired because you lied to your bosses, because you lied to the press, because you covered up, because you deceived. The cover-up does become as bad or worse than the crime, even if you never laid a hand on somebody else. Again, And this is really important because I made the mistake of completely and totally following a report that was made earlier this year in regards to Sean Miller. That doesn't mean that the report's not true. I just haven't seen anything factual to prove to me it's not true. But um, but I will tell you this. If he did know, if he did lie about it to the media, if he did deceive us, if he didn't do anything to an assistant coach, there seem there seems to be physical evidence that he abused his wife multiple times. No matter how successful Urban Meyer is and has been as a, as a head coach at Florida, Bowling Green, Utah, and Ohio State, in this day and age, he's going to lose his job. Uh, here comes Penn State guy. You have no clue what you're talking about in reference to Joe Paterno, and your facts are wrong. You're just stirring the pot. Stick to the study of the day. Urban is a liar, and the NCAA will will not do a thing, just like Michigan State. I love Penn State guy. One of the most egregious, sickest crimes against children in the history of collegiate athletics took place on their campus and sometimes in their locker room from a former assistant coach and a well-regarded assistant coach at Penn State. The NCAA, as I said at the time, uh, stepped over their purview to make a point out of it. They did. It was a wrong thing that the NCAA did, but they did it because they, like everybody else in college sports, was really upset. We were really grossed out by it. And we were appalled that Jerry Sandusky was allowed to remain anywhere around the program once anyone found out that he had come anywhere close to abusing a, abusing a youngster. And so you, you want the same NCAA to do wrong by Michigan State or by Ohio State. That, that's the logic. Okay. 
Okay, Penn State guy. Or excuse me, Patty, Penn State lady. <laughs> Two wrongs do not make a right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He broke the story last week. He questioned Urban Meyer last week. And then just today, he almost broke the internet using his Facebook page because he's not yet an employee of Stadium Sports, formerly of ESPN and always uh, of Oklahoma State. Breck McMurphy, talented college football reporter, joining us here in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's go. Let's go with the um, the the chronology of events, Brett. Before you. Um, before we get to to today and what what's next, um, take me back to I guess this is like a week and a half ago. Zach Smith was still on the staff, correct? Yeah, Doug. So I was in Chicago for Big Ten Media Days, and on Monday I reported Monday morning that Zach Smith had been arrested in 2009 when he was a graduate assistant at Florida on Urban Meyer staff. He was arrested for aggravated assault on a pregnant female. His wife, Courtney, uh, was eight to 10 weeks pregnant. He actually assaulted her on her, on their one year anniversary. Uh, she ultimately did not press charges because Hiram DeFries, who was on Meyer's staff at Florida at the time and has been aligned with Meyer for the last 20 years, including, um, at Ohio state now, basically convinced her to drop the charges. Said if you, if you, if you press charges, he will be He'll be fired. He won't be able to work. You're not gonna, he won't have a job. You're, they're a young couple. So she agreed. So then we fast forward to Monday. I find mm-hmm. out the previous Friday that Zach Smith had been served with a domestic violence civil order, which means for the next five years he can't get within 500 feet of his ex-wife. And it says on the document that these are given to individuals basically fearing for their lives for domestic violence. So Monday morning, I reported the Florida incident, which had not was a public record, which had not been reported before. The protection order also was a public document that had not been reported before. So I reported both of those Monday in Chicago. Monday morning at 8 o'clock, Ohio State puts out a release, a statement an hour later. This is a personnel matter. We will usually don't comment on these things. And basically, that's it. At 5 o'clock that night, I then reported about the 2015 domestic violence incident. Fifty minutes later, they fired Zach Smith. Tuesday at Big Ten Media Days, Urban Meyer says, asked about the 2015 incident. We had no knowledge. His exact quote was, I don't know why someone would create a story. So he basically said, I made it up out of thin air. I asked him, if if I made up this story and the 2015 incident didn't occur, why did you fire him? 50 minutes after I reported it, he said, that ship has sailed. I'll talk about this year's team. Ironically, an hour after Ohio State's media availability ended in Chicago, the Palo Ohio Police Department, which was the document that I obtained, was from, they then released it publicly. It showed that there was not only one, but two domestic violence incidents in 2015 with Zach Smith and his ex-wife, Courtney. After that, I just continued to report. I followed leads. I was eventually able to get Courtney Smith a hold of her, and she she agreed to talk to me. I was in Columbus, Ohio. I met with her for two days. She showed me hundreds of text messages between her and the Ohio State coaching wives that show that not only they knew about it, but their husbands knew about it. She showed me dozens of photos from the abuse that she suffered 
under Zach Smith. Um, I talked to Zach Smith's attorney this morning. I talked to her former attorney. I just want to make thing make one thing very clear. Everything in my report is 100% documented. It's direct quotes. It's police reports. It's emails. It's text messages. It's photos. There is not one unnamed bit of information from an unnamed source in my story. And so basically, once I had all that, then I reported it. And then what's going to happen is probably your next question. I have no earthly idea. Um, okay, let, let's start with uh, let's let, let's start. why would why would he hold on to Zach Smith after the 2009 thing like there, that, that the okay after 2009 that's a great question Doug is because Zach Smith was Earl Bruce's grandson and Urban Meyer even said this at Big Ten Media Days in Chicago that what Earl Bruce meant to him he basically said he's the second most important male figure in his life next to his father. Mm -hmm. Earl Bruce meant a great, great deal to him. So that's why he hired him at Florida. Actually, Zach Smith walked on at Bowling Green to play football when Urban Meyer was the coach there. And then Meyer went to Florida and hired Zach Smith as a uh, quality control assistant and then a grad assistant. So he was on the staff for five years. He then went to Marshall, then went to Temple. When Ohio State comes, when Ohio State hires Meyer. He come, right. returns to coaching in 2012. He hires Zach Smith as his um, wide receivers coach. Then the incidents happen. There's incidents in 2014 that Courtney did not report to the police. There's 2015 incidents. So, so the question is, why would he still keep him on the staff when all that stuff happened? And I asked I asked Courtney that question, and she. She had a pretty good answer, and maybe she knows. She said, Zach once told me if he ever got fired and this all comes out, I will take everyone at Ohio State down with me. So maybe that's why he remained on the staff so long. Again, I don't know. I don't know what, what Zach is referring to. Courtney believes she knows, but, she again, she doesn't have any evidence of it, and I'm not going to go with hearsay. Um, so we'll have to see what happens in the coming days. Um, okay. There's, this is where it's, he sounds lovely, by the way. He just sounds like a completely honorable human being, doesn't he? Right. He beats his wife. He beats his wife and then basically threatens blackmail on everybody who he works, works with in case in, uh, in order to protect himself from being fired for beating his wife. Like just sounds like a lovely guy. There's there's worse things that I can't share because I just can't because of various reasons, but there's worse things than that. Um, but yeah, you're going down the right trail here, here. This is, this is an honest question that I have and I, I hope nobody's offended by it, but I do think that there's a reality to it, but by which I, I ask it, um, I've been, I have, I have a couple of friends who have had really toxic relationships, really toxic where yes, the guy is totally out of line, but the, but the, the, the wife or the girlfriend is really out of line as well. And this is just kind of how they roll, right? Like, uh, I, I had an assistant coach when I was at Notre Dame. He was fired for domestic violence. It turned out that he didn't even, and again, I know this is different, he never hit his wife. She actually beat him, and he had defense wounds, but just because it was an ugly story, they got rid of him. Is What's what's the level of toxicity from her? Can, can you tell whether or not she is simply trying to solve the problem and being a good wife, or is she part of the toxic or the former relationship's toxic problems? Well, I think there's a big difference between saying somebody's out of line and abuse. I mean, she was 
again, they were it was their one year wedding anniversary. He yes. comes home drunk from a party, bringing with another, another with another girl, right? Bringing Urban Meyer's secretary, who he's calling baby, and wants her to spend the night with them. And she's like, "No, are you kidding? Get out of here!" She drives the woman home. He comes back. She's like, what are you screwing around on me? They get in an argument. I'm sure they yelled and different things. He grabs her and throws her against the wall. The police came out and investigated. He was arrested for that. Again, he was served a civil, a domestic protection violent order. civil protection order, yeah. which, physic, which, basic, which states from the document, the victim reports, uh, excuse me, that's the wrong one. Um, basically, it's given to individuals that are fearful of their lives because of domestic violence. They don't, a judge doesn't make this ruling based on hearsay or any window. There's got to be a lot of different, different incidents. Um, I, I compared it at least, and I know the crimes are different, Brett, but, but some of this has a little bit of the Sandusky thing in that there was a previous investigation and it went away and then it came back up. And by then you're kind of pot committed to Jerry Sandusky and now you're left kind of scrambling. That's my sense of what really happened at Penn State. Heck, you even go back to Jim Trestle. And it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't the players selling the gold pants that got him fired. It was the lying to his lying to Gene Smith that got, that got him fired. Um, is, can, can you compare previous things with coaches to what you're in the process uh, and continuing to investigate? Well, I mean, obviously those are much different situations, but you're right on on one very important part. Um, it's and it, you know, go, going back to Richard Nixon for people uh, old enough to remember who he sure. was. Sure, Watergate. It's not the it's not the crime; it's the cover up. And again, if if Urban Meyer at the press conference in Chicago simply says, you know, something else, you know what we we. We were told about this. The police investigated it. There were no charges, so that's why we kept Zach on the staff. Um, now that these this new information about the protection order came back, and now we feel like we need to make a move, then that's fine. But he went out on the edge of a cliff and said, I had no knowledge. I didn't know about this. Why would somebody make this up? And you're right. Ultimately, that may be his demise um, by basically – saying it didn't happen when obviously there's tons of evidence that indicates otherwise. Is it, is it plausible that he didn't know? Okay, Doug, I'll just, I'll paint the scenario. Okay. Woody Hayes athletic center. Mm -hmm. You've got every assistant coach in the building. You've got every secretary. You've got every staff member that knows what happened. You've got Zach Smith's attorney who has represented Ohio State student athletes when they dealt with Tattoo Gate back in 2011. He's Zach Smith's attorney. He has also represented other Ohio State players when they have issues with the law or with the NCAA. He knows about it. There are police reports that are public documents in Powell, Ohio, that some reporter from Tampa, Florida, myself, was able to uncover. All of these people know about it. Urban Meyer's wife knows about it, who Urban even said at Big Ten Media Days how much he means to her, how much he confides in her. I rely on her for everything. Everybody knew about this, yet Urban Meyer didn't. So you answer me, did he know about it? Um, I'd like to think that the culture five years ago would have been such, or ten years ago as such, but I I can't think. 
I mean, this makes me think he he won't survive it. Like we are we are in a culture to which finally we are cleaning up, um, not just domestic violence or sexual harassment at work, but people who cover up domestic violence or sexual harassment at work. Could you could you gauge it? Could you gauge your own senses, Brett? You've been doing this a long time. Brett McMurphy joining us, uh, formerly of ESPN, soon to be Stadium Sports, uh, has broken this story about uh, Zach Smith, former assistant at Ohio State, and and what and when it appears that Urban Meyer knew about the the abuse of his now former wife. Um, if you if you had to take a guess as to whether or not Urban Meyer survives, what what would it be? Well, I would say it's unlikely, not necessarily because he lied about it, but because now with the domestic violence issues, and like you said, it's a lot more sensitive now, you've also got a couple of things that have kind of, um, that could come into play, and that is that, that Ohio State violate any Title IX issues, and also there's the school's um, sexual misconduct policy. Um, Shelly Meyer is a registered nurse. She's, an, she's actually employed by the Ohio State College of Nursing. So did she make, did she violate the sexual misconduct policy code knowing abuse was being committed by one of the employees at Ohio State? You know, that's something, you know, I'm sure the lawyers are looking at right now, but I think ultimately that actually may be his undoing more than his lying, but certainly his lying I don't think is going to help. Is that a fireable offense? Uh, I guess it depends school to school. Um, but title, now doesn't Title IX only... only uh, in, in regards to the students, it's regard to the employees as well. Employees, yeah, they have a duty to report any 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 sexual misconduct incidents or different things like that. It's in the it's on the the actually on the school's website. I saw it this morning, um, and it it specifies specifically employees. So um, I guess you know you could say Zach Smith was an employee and he was charged with this. Should he have? notified his employer at that time. Um, and Ohio State could say, well, that's why we fired him. I, you know, I right. don't know. But Shelley was an employee, not of the athletic department, but of the university. Yeah, I, I guess that that's probably, the guess is that everybody falls on their sword and they say that Zach didn't report and that's why they didn't know uh, the the problem is you have a, you have the you have a uh, what's called a digital digital paper trail which appears to appears to state otherwise. Uh, fascinating stuff. I know this is not the way in which you want to be known in college athletics, but considering uh, your circumstance being in between gigs, uh, you've done an incredible job. And and as you stated, like all of this is documented. The best way to do so is to go to your Facebook page. Correct, Brett? Yeah, that's or check my Twitter account. I'll have links to the uh, to the reports there. And of course, there's also an interview with Stadium Sports, uh, which you can find. It's a 24-hour streaming a streaming service uh, in which uh, Zach Smith's ex-wife Courtney sat down with Stadium Sports, and you can hear her own words. Brett, thanks so much for joining us. Look forward to seeing you. Love you covering in college football, and appreciate you being our guest in Fox Sports Radio. Anytime, Doug. Thanks, buddy. All right, it's Brett McMurphy joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. That an old uh, proverb from William Congreve, English playwright and poet, will discuss it, why it matters, upcoming in the Doug Gottlieb Show. Why it could, could... Not, I don't know if it should, why it could end the career at Ohio State of Urban Meyer. 
We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, I promised you that I would give you an injury I think uh, has a will have a, a huge impact on the upcoming NFL season. Doug Baldwin's going to likely miss the entire preseason. The entire preseason. And though they've tried to fix, they've tried to solidify the offensive line of the Seattle Seahawks with all the turnover on the defensive side of the ball, two of the stars, the Legion of Boom, summarily retiring, Jimmy Graham being gone and off to Green Bay, the Seahawks are, without any question, Russell Wilson's team. They start the season at Denver, then they go to Chicago, Cowboys at home at Arizona. Bears were bad last year. Cardinals were bad last year. Broncos were bad last year. Cowboys were a non-playoff team last year. Then they have the Rams, who last time they met, granted they beat them, uh, they beat them on the road last year. But at home, they got to be like forty-two to seven. They go to Oakland. They go to Denver. They got the Chargers. Then to the Rams, the Packers. It gets really difficult. If Doug Baldwin is the one guy to which you feel like you can count on in Seattle to catch the football. Doug Baldwin had kind of a break. I felt like he had a breakout year last season. And now Doug Baldwin could miss the entire preseason. Pete Carroll didn't provide any details, merely referring to knee soreness. He's 29 years old. He has an ongoing streak of 88 consecutive starts. He's missed just two games in seven NFL seasons. Man, uh, that is, that's going to be an interesting one. All right, let's get to the story of the day. Hell hath no fury like that of a scorned woman, right? I think you've heard that. Well, apparently that's the case at Ohio State as the ex-wife, the ex-wife of Zach Smith, who of course is the now former, uh, the the former wide receivers coach of Ohio State uh, has some has some major allegations against Urban Meyer. Think about this for a second. No one is accusing Urban Meyer of of battering a woman. No one is accusing Urban Meyer of doing anything wrong personally. But man, here's Courtney Smith in terms of what Urban Meyer knew, when did he know, and what did he do about it? The the allegations against Smith go back to 2009, and then there was another arrest in 2015. Here's Courtney Smith in her interview with Stadium Sports. So to be clear, none of the coaches' wives knew about the physical abuse? At that time, they did not. Um, in 2015, I came forward with it. I told Shelly. I sent her some pictures. I spoke to her on the phone. Shelly, she said she wanted, she was going to have to tell Urban. She was going to have to tell Urban. I said, that's fine. You should tell Urban. This, we can't have somebody like this coaching young men. Uh, this was, uh, this was uh, Brett McMurphy who broke the story on Facebook, soon to be a reporter with Stadium Sports, used to be with ESPN. It's a very well-regarded reporter. He said this in regards to whether or not this could bring down Ohio State and Urban Meyer. If Urban Meyer at the press conference 
in Chicago simply says, we were told about this, the police investigated it, there were no charges, so that's why we kept Zach on the staff. Now that these, this new information about the protection order came back, and now we feel like we need to make a move. That's fine. But he went out on the edge of a cliff and said, I had no knowledge, I didn't know about this, why would somebody make this up? Ultimately, that may be his demise um, by basically saying it didn't happen when obviously there's tons of evidence that indicates otherwise. Brad Kofel is the attorney for Zach Smith. He issued this statement on his client's behalf. Quote, Zach Smith wants to be transparent and honest as possible, but it's not going to be done uh, today through the media. It will only be after he and his ex-wife are sworn in to testify once he gets a chance to sell his side of the story. Don't be surprised when it is corroborated by every police who ever responded to Mrs. Smith's call. It's a weird sentence for a lawyer. Every police officer, every member of police. Anyway, it's every police. Um, so that's kind of fascinating as, as the, um, there's, there's text messages that she has reported and now the attorney is coming out and saying like, look, um, there's even a story here that the Zach, uh, that, that Kofel put out. That's the, again, the attorney for Zach Smith that Kofel put out via cbssports.com and in it. It says, you know, all of this stems from uh, from a protective order. Let me read this to you. This is Brad Kofel again, who says, you know, he's going to get a chance to tell his side of the story. But he also says that Zach Smith went to drop off their 13 year old son. They were he was supposed to meet his ex-wife at the clubhouse at their apartment complex. She no showed. So he took his son to her apartment, dropped him off. That's when she took a picture and called the police and said he was trespassing. Yeah. That's that's why I asked a lot of this stuff, the domestic violence. Look, you can't ever put your hands on a wife, a woman, girlfriend, woman on the street. Can't do it. Um, but there there are there is nuance to the story. And at times when a, when a man is abusive towards a woman, a woman's action or reaction could be in that she could a- antagonize the man. So I don't know what's what. I, I do know that we, we desperately need to take a breath, wait for everything to come out. The hard part for Urban Meyer is, regardless of what came out, why would you steadfastly deny that you had any knowledge of something which it appears you had to have knowledge of? Even if you couldn't say, like, listen, and, and please don't think that I'm dismissing domestic violence claims. But even if you couldn't say, look, uh, he didn't treat her right and she's kind of crazy and they had a violent relationship that had to end in 2015. It came to a head and it was and I told him, like, look, it's over. Okay, you get away from her. She gets away from you. Otherwise, this is going to get really bad. Whatever she's accusing you of, whatever you did, whatever you didn't do, like get away from each other. Just it's not going to work. It'll be better off. Everyone will be happier if you're if you're in in separate places. Even if it's that. The fact that Urban Meyer said they know anything about it. And, and maybe maybe Ohio State jumped the gun in firing Zach Smith after this report came out. 
when the smarter thing would have been call Zach Smith in, ask him what's what. And he could have said, like, look, I, I, I was in a dysfunctional relationship and we had an issue going back to 2009 when I was drunk. And then in 2015, 2015, she called the cops on me again. Like, there's this, there's that. Present some evidence. They, But for Urban Meyer to be so steadfast in the, I don't know anything about it. We moved on from that. I'm not answering questions. I, I think the the job saver to him is if somebody from a, a an official, a lawyer from the university told him to respond in the way in which he responded, because it does not. It seems like he was lying. And if you lie to your boss now, he's meeting met with John Gene Smith today. If he lies to Gene Smith and going to get fired. But this is fascinating to watch. The cover-up could become worse than the crime. And we don't even know how much of a crime was in fact committed. Remember, no charges were ever pressed. He never went to trial. This is all about, this is all about custody. Uh, we tweeted out the Brett McMurphy interview in its entirety on our Twitter page, on our Facebook page. Check it out. Go to the Doug Gottlieb Show Facebook page. You can listen to it. He went through the entire timeline of events. I have no idea if, if Urban Meyer su- survives this thing. I do know that the one thing I, I, I like Mark Schleybaugh a lot. I work with him some when he's at ESPN. Now, his evidence wasn't as his evidence was more hearsay, apparently, in terms of Sean Miller. And so when the Sean Miller thing came out about one hundred thousand dollars uh, to DeAndre Ayton, I just assumed because I believe that the media has multiple sources and facts all kind of lined up. I assumed it to be accurate. I don't know if it was inaccurate, but I've seen no proof as such. And Sean Miller is still the coach, which leads me to believe Arizona doesn't believe in the validity of, of the account of Mark Schleybaugh. And we haven't, Mark Schleybaugh hasn't written anything for ESPN.com since. So I'm guessing he got it wrong. So I want to make sure I take a breath. Not that Brett McMurphy got it wrong, but he's presenting one side of the facts. As damning as the evidence may be, and as much as, uh, as much as Urban Meyer's wife, Shelly, may have known and other coaches' wives, and it may have, it, I'm sure it did become knowledge in the coach's office, we don't know the entirety of the story. But not a good day for Urban Meyer. Not a good day. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 